Hello and welcome to another episode of Kodo Cinema, the podcast show where I talk about movies. I'm your host, the man, the myth, the legend, the holly, the jolly, Mark Kodo, a.k.a. Kodan. Well, we have another exciting episode for Kodo Cinema Christmas Month, and this is episode 121. I can't believe I'm reaching over 120 episodes already. Well, now with a hundred, with now with 121 episodes. I mean, isn't that exciting? So anyway, to continue Kodo Cinema Christmas Month, I would like to talk about another Christmas movie. Well, what Christmas movie am I going to talk about this time? Well, how about The Grinch? Am I talking about the 1960s, 67 original, or the 2000 Jim Carrey version? Or the 2018 Grinch film. I'm going to be talking about the 2018 Grinch film. Now, to be now, I'm gonna, I'm just going to be honest with you. This is uh this is the the third adapt. This is the third adaptation of uh, this is the third on screen adaptation of the sto- of the story Doctor Seuss How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which was based on the 1966. I, I mean 1966, but I thought it was 1967, but it was based on the 1966 television special starring Boris Karloff and the 2000 live-action version directed by Ron Howard starring Jim Carrey as the title character. But also, knowing the fact that this is based off the book of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So anyway, um, this film distributed by Universal Pictures for the second time, but this time distributed by Illuminate by Illumination Studios, which is very well known for releasing the Despicable Me films, The Secret Life of Pets, and Sing films, just to name a few. Now, and and now with an upcoming uh, Mario film starring Chris Pratt, which is will be coming out in 2023. Prior to that, uh, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch is a 28 is a 2018 is a 2018 computer animated Christmas fantasy fantasy comedy comedy film and and is directed by Scott Mo, Scott Moiser and and Yarl Chani in the former's feature direct, directorial debut with Chris Mel, Melendendry who is the one of the one of the head producers of Illumination Studios producing the film the film stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Rashida Jones, Keenan Thompson, Angela Lansbury, and of course Pharrell Williams, with Pharrell Williams serving as the narrator. And of course, the plot of this film follows, follows the exact same thing in the book, and of course the live-action Jim Carrey Grinch. The plot follows the Grinch and his pet dog Max as they plan to stop Whoville's Christmas celebration by stealing all the town's decorations and gifts. Now, 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 yes, that is definitely the same plot, but it does take a bit of a um, different direction of adding in new material that people like or dislike, or people like or do not like. And I'll be honest, according to the to the mixed reviews, because this film got mixed reviews with critics. While praising the animation and the vocal performances, many, many people thought the film added little or nothing new to the source material. Now, when I saw this film for the first time, I saw this in theaters, and I was actually 20 years old at the time. It was out in 2018, so I was 20 years old at the time. 
uh, my uh, my twin brother and I, we actually went to see this film in theaters, and I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I liked the animation, and I thought the, the vocal performances were pretty good. And at the time, first time watching it, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch voicing the Grinch was actually pretty good. But knowing, knowing the fact that I, I, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch is a, it was an excellent choice for the Grinch. Even, even when the film was in development, Illumination originally wanted, wanted Benedict Cumberbatch to voice the Grinch. And, and yeah, and in fact, in fact, Benedict Cumberbatch was Illumination's top choice to play the title character of the Grinch. And in fact, one I didn't even realize this, and, and I went back to watch this film multiple times over the years since the film was released, that the Grinch's voice was a little different. Like, it didn't sound like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's voice. It sounded like... It sounded like Benedict Cumberbatch trying to do a different accent. Like, what accent is this? Well, it turns out it was more an American accent. Because, obviously, obviously, because obviously I think the reason behind this is the fact that... The, re- the reason behind it is because uh, the, the rest of the cast, the cast members of this film, the, the cast members that I mentioned, such, such as Rashida Jones, Kenan Thompson, and uh, Pharrell Williams, since they're, they're definitely Amer- Americans, since the, the rest of the cast are, are definitely Americans, and particularly for some of the supporting characters too, Cum- Benedict Cumberbatch thought that he should do an American accent. Now, I can see where where he was going with it, but if he stuck it out with a British accent, like what uh, Boris Karloff did in the uh, 1966 animated original, I think it it would it would have worked. Now, I don't mind different ta- takes on the accent. I mean, I mean, fine. I mean, that's fine. But when you realize that. When you realize well, what you're hearing in the Grinch sounds something like it sounded to me. I mean, the accent sounded so inconsistent. Let's just say that in very inconsistent because there are times that you can hear the different voice voice changes. Like sometimes like the voice is on point. Other times it's not like it sounds like a whiny. It's basically a whiny American accent, and 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 it really really sounds inconsistent. Sometimes you definitely do pick up a little bit of the British accent somewhere down the road, like like where Benedict Cumberbatch drops the American accent a little bit, but th- but then but then it picks it up for the rest of the film where you still hear more of his. Uh, uh, of of the American accent. Now, if there was a better film where Benedict Cumberbatch did a be- better American accent, in my opinion, it would be Doctor Strange. In the Doctor Strange films, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent was a lot better in those films compared to The Grinch. Now, don't now don't get me wrong. I mean, I love Benedict Cumberbatch, and in my opinion, given for what he was given, I believe he did a pretty good job acting out the role despite the Ameri- the 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 American accent that he was trying to deliver in this film. Now Benedict Cumberbatch has done uh, vocal roles before. Like he voiced Smog, 
the dragon from the Hobbit films, including the Necromancer, also known as Sauron in the, in the Hobbit films as well. He even played a, um, he played a, uh, I'm trying to think, it was in Penguin, it was in the Penguins of Madagascar film. He played a, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a husky dog named, uh, classif- named Classified, although I, I'm not really, I don't remember if it was a husky dog or a wolf, but I remember it was Benedict Cumberbatch playing that character in that film. But uh, but also, also a little fun fact: he voiced Dor- Dormammu in the in the doc- in the first Doctor Strange film. Just to just to throw just to throw, throw it out there, and of course he's also well known for playing Sherlock Holmes in the Sherlock Holmes TV show on BB on BBC with Martin Freeman. Just to name it, just to just to throw it out there and name a few name a few roles. But other than that, what did I think about the film? Now, the film, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it. I thought the film was okay, despite the mixed reviews. And on top of that, the animation for this film, I will say this, is beautiful animation. Coming from, Illumina- coming from Illumination, um, the Illumination Studios did a very good job on the animation. And it really does have that, has that very light heart feel, Christmas and uh, feel, and of course a Christmas feel to it, because... The original Dr. Seuss How the Grinch Stole Christmas, it was hand-drawn animation, and it was and it was beautiful. This one, even though it's CGI animation, it still looks good. And 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 it has that Christmas feel, particularly the fact that this is this is in Whoville. And it's and it, and it's very good. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, come on. At least the uh, CGI animation from, from Illumination Studios is better than some of Disney's latest animated films. And I mean some. But any, anyway, um, I mean, basically, I already mentioned the point of the story. Like, like the film does take liberties of, like, the Grinch, like, being a bit, being a bit of, a, being a bit, being more annoyed than grumpy. Because if you look at the previous two films, like, both both Jim Carrey and Boris Karloff, I mean, well, mostly Boris Karloff, Boris Karloff's Grinch was very, very grumpy and, of course, annoyed at the same time, too, by the fact that the Whovilles are celebrating Christmas. And, of course, Jim Carrey's Grinch, he's a lot more annoyed in that one, too, but the humor does get into it, too. The same can be said with Benedict Cumberbatch's Grinch, but... It it turns out it, we find out in the film that that the Grinch wants to be a part of this Christmas a part of be a part of the Christmas tradition with the Who's because there was a scene where a flashback scene where the Grinch is so young is young and he's at an orphanage like like so basically basically in this film in the twenty eighteen film the Grinch ends up was started off at an orphanage where no one was there to take care of him and then he le- somehow he suddenly le- leaves the orphanage and walks up to uh and then walks off to Mount Crumpet now and somehow like and somehow compared to the um compared to the 20 no not 20 uh the 2000 version with the with Jim Carrey the Grinch left Whoville and left Whoville because all the Who's at his school were mocking him 
during a uh, crisp during a Christmas pass during a Christmas during a Christmas present pass along, and he shaved, but he was mocked by the classmates, and this was during around Christmas time. Well, almost all of his classmates, because one of the students, uh, one of one of the students turned out to be the so the Grinch's love interest at the very end of the film, who who was who felt sorry for who felt very sorry for the Grinch, but the, the fact is. That that was in fact is in the Jim Carrey version, the the we get a reason we actually get it's a pretty good and somehow better reason why the Grinch hated Christmas. He was mocked, re- ridiculed by his by his classmates because because of the fact he was peer pressured to to shave to shave his beard. Although I could barely see the Grinch's beard. I mean, I mean to be fair. I mean to to be to be quite honest. But it, but compare, but even in the original, the original left it a mystery to why to how and why the Grinch hated Christmas. And the 2018 film, I will say this: I mean, it is a nice addition, but the way how Pharrell Williams was narrating is. But first of all, shout out to Pharrell Williams; he did a very good job narrating the the film. But some of the narrating from the film, particularly during the Grinch's flashback sequence to how and why he hated Christmas, it, it really didn't feel consistent. Because if you watch that scene, you watch that entire or sequence, I should, I should say, of, why, of how the Grinch hated Christmas, how and why, like the Grinch is sad. The, the, the Grinch as a child was sad. And... Who who wants to check out the Christmas, check out Christmas? But somehow, like somehow, he's sad, knowing the fact that no one was there to take care of him. Which is ba- and then and then while the music is going on of uh, of welcome to of welcome to Christmas, which is basically a uh, a recomposed uh, version of uh, welcome to Christmas for the original. This this time around being uh, composed by Danny Elfman. I mean. It really, it really shows. It kind of, it kind of bothers me a bit to the fact that, that that the fact that the Grinch in the twenty eighteen film was not taken care of, was not taken care of, and leaves, and and just leaves. He just leaves, and he he just leaves, leaves Christmas. He just leaves the Who Whoville because nobody would take care of him. He wasn't even mocked. All he was just, he was just sad. The Grinch was just sad, and of course you do get you do get the lines from the book, because you get the lines from the book, and they sing and they sing, 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 yeah. And then later on, he gets the plot gets the plot rolling that he wants to steal Christmas along with Max. And I'll be honest with you, Max is. I'll be honest with you, the Grinch likes Max. I mean, he's not even being a. Um, He's not being a jerk towards Max, although, although of course, yeah, there was definitely one moment where he was while he was playing the organ. But even the original, but even even then, like I will say this, I mean, it did feel nice to know that the Grinch was being nice to Max throughout the majority of the film. And of course, um, I'm gonna jump into the supporting characters. Uh, Cindy Lou, who uh, Cindy Lou, who is a, is a, is a nice little Cindy Lou who. Is basically energetic in that film compared to the other two compared to the other two adaptations. Um, she has uh, her her mom and two brothers. 
And I don't know what happened to the father in that film. I mean, that was left out of the that was left out of the question. And of course, and of course, um, the Grinch actually um, gets a gets a uh, gets a connection with one of the Who's that is being voiced by Keenan Thompson. And um, and I'm, what was his name? What was Keenan Thompson's character? Bricklebaum. Somehow, a Bricklebaum lives near the Grinch. Surprisingly, and I will admit, um, a Bricklebaum and the Grinch having that <laughs> having that sort of connection is is actually pretty clever. I think it only happened during uh, one scene, but then, like, once you get to the end of the film, once to the end of the film, they start to grow, grow a connection. The, the same could be said with Cindy Lou, who, Cindy Lou Who's mom. But I do like part part of the part of the plot where Cindy wants to help her mom, like like ask Santa to help her mom, which is actually pretty nice. But also at the same time, Cindy Lou does bail out on her mother multiple times in that film and um and of course and of course uh and of course i mean following the, the the book a little bit towards the end the grinch does steal christmas in the 2018 film i mean he does it in fun creative creative ways while using gadgets but there was definitely a moment in that part where he comes across a sleepwalking who who uh, who's trying to get milk but in my mind i was like shouldn't the grinch steal that because he stole ice cubes in the original so why did the grinch steal that and and on top of that he 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 encounters cindy lou who three times in this film the first time was when cindy lou was trying to uh deliver her uh, letter to the mailman it was it was santa's letter she tried to deliver to the mailman but bumps into the grinch i mean she doesn't recognize him not even even the grinch was like what is wrong with you didn't you see me like if, if i was there i would i would have been i would have been splattered yeah yeah and then the second time around was when the grinch was being santa being santa claus she doesn't even recognize the grinch and the fact is oh even though she she thinks the grinch is santa and then the third time around, and then the third time around, that was at the end, where the Cindy Lou who introduces herself to the Grinch, and I was like, okay, so this is the third, that was like the third time, like the Grinch should have, no, actually no, Cindy and the Grinch should have like recognized each other. Oy. Is there any other character I'm missing? Oh, I know a character, Fred. Fred the reindeer. Now, the addition of having Fred the reindeer was actually funny. Like, because because uh, the Grinch was trying to look for reindeer along with Max the dog. And uh, going off topic, I'm pretty sure uh, that was Max's original design. If you look at the design of Max in the Grinch film, I'm going to take a wild guess that was the original design for Max for Secret Life of Pets. I'm just throwing it out there. So while uh, the two were looking for reindeers, they encounter a goat who screams so loud it scares off the reindeers. Only left while the other reindeer was left there, it was Fred, Fred the reindeer. And then the Grinch makes a pretty, pretty makes a joke it's like, "Wow, he might have ate the other Santa Claus." It's like, yeah, Fred is <laughs> Fred the rain, Fred the reindeer. Just let himself go. Let's just say that. And I do like how um, the Grinch bonds a good connection with Fred. Like, 
it's hard not it's hard not to deny that because it, it is it is nice to know that in this version that the Grinch wants to make some friends. I mean that's fine. I mean that that's fine. I mean I I didn't mind that. And um, and then he lets Fred go like ten minutes later. About like about ten minutes later, ten or fifteen minutes later, he lets Fred go to his family, and um. And then, and then it was just him, and then it was just the Grinch and Max for a while, for a while, for the rest of the film, and and of course, and of course, um, and 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 uh, of course, well, okay, uh, going to the end of the film when he's on top of Mount Crumpet, about to about to um, destroy the gifts and presents, like he hears the Who's sing, hears the Who's singing, welcome welcome what welcome christmas although it's a different version and then you get the um you get the get the part where his heart grows three sizes three sizes that day the grinch is basically happy but somehow almost loses the gifts and then tries to do this and then tries to get get the gifts all and then somehow what was different in that film compared to the other two films the grinch doesn't do the strength of ten Grinches plus two, cause uh, I actually don't know the reason why they why the writers did not do that sequence, cause that would have been a pretty cool that would have been a pretty cool sequence, especially in an animated film by Illumination Studios. Now, to be fair, I guess you can make the argument that it was hinted that that it was hinted during that scene like you do see the grinch's uh uh grinch feet attaching the 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 sleigh like trying to like keep the try to keep the sleigh from falling i guess you could make the argument that it was there but in my but but you barely see it because it's like a blink you'll miss in moment where he's trying to hang on to the sleigh while using his feet and grappling hook to get back on top of mount crumpet but then it was Fred and his family trying trying to help the Grinch, which is fine. But when you really think about it, it's really, really. It's just like you see the other two films how like the Grinch was able to lift that sleigh with the strength of ten Grinches plus two. I mean, that's just my thing. That's just my opinion on that. I I didn't really didn't really like it at first because it came out as a surprise like that moment alone came out as a surprise where where fred rescues the grinch instead of like the grinch using his 10 his strength of 10 grinches like like it's i didn't really like that part at first but looking back at it looking back at that scene it's not that bad it's really not bad like like it's actually fine because when you realize that the grinch grew uh grew a pretty good friendship with fred you kind of you kind of want to want to you kind of you kind of get the point but anyway anyway later down the line at towards the end of the film the grinch does go for a christmas dinner at cindy lou who's house and that is a pretty good scene it was a good scene to know that the grinch is like coming to the house introducing himself to the people while also rekindling with with a brinkle bomb and of course um, enjoying christmas christmas dinner which is actually a pretty good uh 
which is actually a pretty good ending, until the very end where we get the goat screaming. And then the credits roll. Yeah, you get the, yeah, a pretty good ending, which is basically being ended by a goat screaming. Yeah. Oh, did I mention, oh, did I mention that uh, Tyler, the creator, did a, did a uh, Grinch rap in that, in this film? Did I? No, I didn't, no, I did not, because there was, act, there was an actual Grinch rap of, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. And that is definitely true. That is, that is definitely true because uh, Tyler, yeah, yeah, because uh, that Tyler the creator did um, did a Grinch rap for the twenty eighteen for the twenty eighteen Gr for the twenty eighteen Grinch film based off of your mean one, Mister Grinch. And and of course, uh, Danny Elfman also did an orchestral arrangement for that song too. And also on top of that, the on top of that, there was another uh, there was another song that Tyler Creator also wrote for the film, titled "I Am the Grinch," which was also played. Which I'm I'm pretty sure that was played during the uh, credit credit sequence. So yeah, but and on top of that, I also wanted to mention the fact that um. That the the mayor of Whoville is uh, played by Angela Lansbury because because um, the reason why I want to bring this, bring this up because in the original Grinch well actually not the original Grinch uh, the the two thousand Grinch had a had a mayor had a mayor being played by Jeffrey Tambor and now the, the the mayor is being played or voiced by the late great Angela Lansbury and it was only for a brief. It was only for for a brief moment because uh, the the mayor of Whoville was uh, was overseeing the 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 tree light the Christmas tree ceremony lighting the Christmas tree, and that was like the, during the moment prior to the moment of where the Grinch is having a flashback. So yeah, but other than that, um, I still think I still think this film is pretty good. I mean, it is. It is not perfect. I wouldn't say the 2018 Grinch film is perfect, but at the same time, it does feel a little, a little safe. I mean, which is fine. I mean, it does have its fun moments, and on top of that, it is a, it, it is a fine Christmas film. Now, do I believe it's better than the 2000 version? Well, I, I still, I'm still, I, in my opinion, I still believe the 2000 Grinch live action Grinch film with Jim Carrey was was a lot better than the Illumination film because for because of the fact that well because of the fact that not only did that film was a lot closer to the book despite adding elements to it but I had a lot more fun with that film and Jim Carrey was a lot of was a lot of fun in that film I mean, I like Benedict Cumberbatch in this film, but at the same time, looking back at it, the accent was was very inconsistent, and a little bit of the writing was all over the place. But I still had a lot of fun with that film too, and it do, and it really does. I mean, particularly from Illumination. Now, this is now going back to the accent part, Benedict Cumberbatch's accent. This is what has me worried for 
the upcoming Mario film from Illumination because uh, Chris Pratt, who is voicing Mario, he is voicing in a, um, I, I believe it's a Brooklyn accent. I did a, um, I did, I did an episode where I talked about three different movie trailers. One of them being the Mario film that is coming out, where we hear a glimpse of Chris Pratt's voice as Mario, and it's more, it sounded more like his voice, but it was hinted of a Brooklyn accent. And then because the other trailer j just dropped a few weeks ago where we do hear Chris Pratt talking more and it sounds like a, a Brooklyn accent a bit d with two with two uh, with two voices saying let's let's -a go and then the woohoo that part that part and that was during the trailer so it looks like Chris Pratt is doing a Brooklyn accent so, so I believe Chris Pratt's going for a Brooklyn accent, but will it work? Will Chris Pratt's voice voice be okay for this film? And and then then that's why I'm connecting that with the with Benedict Cumberbatch's voice as the Grinch because Benedict Cumberbatch did a American accent, which sounds very inconsistent. In that film, which has me worried, the fact that will Mario's voice be be similar, or will it be will it actually will, will it be similar to what the Benedict Cumberbatch did as the Grinch, or will Chris Pratt actually pull it off and do a very good voiceover performance for Mario in the uh, in the Super Mario Bros. film? I don't know. I mean, we'll probably find out once the film comes out in two thousand twenty three. But other than that, I mean. What are your thoughts on the uh, 2018 Grinch film? I mean, did you like the film? Did 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 you like the did you like the film? Did you thought the film was okay? Did you think it was better than the live action 2000 Grinch film starring Jim Carrey? I mean, let me know your thoughts. I mean, let me let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you think. But anyway, thank you all for tuning into Kodo Cinema. I'm your host, Mark Kodo, aka Kodo Man. Remember to watch movies and stay positive.